0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: of an empire and you rely on the slavery of your people to keep you rich and powerful but you see your people waking up and starting to show dissent what would you do if you wanted to stay in power you would sure hope that they forget about it you would want to distract them or even better turn them against each other so that they forget about their original cause the mainstream media which we all know is in the business of maintaining the status quo is doing a great job at doing just that.
0: Advanced, progressive, urban political talk radio.
2: Politicians who are characterized more and more by legalized bribery and normalized corruption vis-a-vis that big money, by a corporate media that ensures that it's a culture of superficial spectacle but no serious public debate and public conversation for the issues that really matter for the future of the nation, but especially the future of the vast majority of the nation who are working class and poor, you see. Or a serious discussion about drones that drop bombs on innocent peoples. Or increasing police powers that allow persons, Americans, to be assassinated without due process or judicial review. Death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory?
0: The Outlook Show, advanced progressive urban political talk radio on TruthWorks Network. There is but one rule. Hunt or be hunted.
3: But one thing you can't deny, these people are sabotaging this economy. And people are sabotaging this country. This is Alpha, hosting the best of pushback talk radio. And now, the man who's got their number, Alpha. Well, good evening, good evening, and welcome to TruthWorks Network, the Alpha Show, where the truth must be spoken more than once. I can sell into a, a second show in another week of pure madness, the blind eyes of white supremacy. As to what's going on, you know you hear you hear that clown Trump say, "We've got to close the border until we find out something's going on what's going on that's been the that's been the default phrase for black people for the last four five hundred years. you know you can't you can't escape. they are pure projections. Admit nothing, deny everything, and accuse everyone of what they're guilty of. So let's try to break this down this week um, for the next two hours. I'll try to break this down as best I can. Nine two nine four seven seven two eight six seven 2867 is the number. And um, there's always. I know I better put it in the chat room because uh, this is uh, not a very easy number for me to remember. But um, I'll do the best I can with what I got, church I go to. Church of four commandments and six, do the best you can. And um, when I say that, a lot of religious people look at me with a, John decide. You can't take a joke. You know what they say about it, you can't you know, I won't say that, but um <laughs> you can't take a joke you know what, don't you? You can't have um you can't have a a a, a one sided uh, mindset. Lighten up. Just lighten up we had quite a few things going on. One of which occurred um, this this um, shooting
1: in Orlando
3: in this club, in this nightclub. So it didn't take long for the Republican demagogues to come out either. So when we have uh, 49 dead and 53 wounded, and I expect that death toll will go up. There will be very um, really close to 55, but uh, hopefully it will stay where it is and we can try to get something that's just not gonna happen because the NRA the lobbyists, they have a chokehold on the senators, both Democrats and Republicans. Now, i got to tell you, I've got to say it. I've got to say it. If you still have a problem with the way the Democratic Party has just been Tiptoeing around equality. I don't blame you because it's the absolute truth. But when it comes to Republicans, they make no, it's not an ambiguous belief to think that they don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about old, the young, the hungry, the helpless, the veterans. They don't give a damn. At least the other side is pretending to give a damn and doing very, I would call it, questionable work in that direction. The progressive agenda is what should be ushered in. Democrats should be beating the drum of, how do they call it, uh, pure, purity, purity. To to get in the Democratic Party to be a Democrat, it has to be a litmus test of purity. Let's get rid of the Wall Street blue dogs and the Dinos. And if you call yourself a Democrat, you have to be for the people. Period. So I think. Uh, Those of us who were Bernie Bernie Sanders supporters and wanted Bernie Sanders to win this have to pull the Democratic Party back over to the left because they've gone to the center and to the right. I really don't have a remedy for getting along with Republicans because they don't want to get along. All they want to do, they, they march lockstep, goose step to an agenda of it's the poor people's fault. One of the things that that I I have noticed and come coming into play, it, it it just seems to I won't say it um It seems to ring true, because old people who got sick didn't cause this deficit. Hungry children whose homes were foreclosed on illegally didn't cause the crisis. The war profiteering did. Tax cuts for the super rich did. And corporate welfare did. So why is the conversation, why is the narrative? being framed by the rich Republicans who want to cut Social Security, cut Medicare, cut Medicaid, get rid of the VA, get rid of the EPA. The fracking is going to poison the drinking water, period. But all we want, that natural gas, all we want, while we investment in renewables. It's the renewable energy that is the future of this country. There are more jobs in renewable infrastructure than there are in the coal industry. And there's no black loan. But we are decades away from getting off of fossil fuels because there is simply an entity in government that will not allow this to happen because they're being bought and paid for on both sides by the fossil industry. And that's where we are. That's that's who we are as a nation and legalized bribery is how it should be Referred to and how it should be handled as a legalized bribery. I also have a couple of clips I would play for you this evening. And one of the clips um, I found fascinating, and you can find that clip on the Facebook Truth Works Network Facebook page. And I've actually got two clips up there. uh, Well, I've got two posts on the TruthWorks Network Facebook page. And one is on the history. It's, a, it's basically a history lesson. And I'll play that for you. It's longer than my norm, but um, I think it's worth, and it's a must hear. Just like if you, you really have to pay, pay um, sharp attention to it. You have to be willing to invest the time. And I can say that because right now, that seems to be all I've got is time on my hands. I don't have to go to anybody's job. I don't... I'm here. And I've got nothing but time at the moment. I wish I could have a better circumstance, but right now I'm comfortable. So... The one thing I was able to accomplish from last week is I have been able to um, re- replenish the audio files. I've learned to do that with, a, you know, being off for a year, you forget a lot of that stuff when there are other things that, uh, you have to prioritize. So I got back into that and I found a way to upload audio clips again. Um, it seems to be the... came across a, a disorder. <laughs> and this disorder is basically what what white people and... Trump supporters and Republicans and simply those who have a vested interest. You see, those 49 or 50 people who were killed at that nightclub and now this argument is back up about better gun regulations. And I've always held the belief that gun regulations and Banning the sale on assault weapons should be one of the top priorities. And let them holler and scream and tell the lie that he's coming for your gun. They've been saying it since before he got into office, and now Donald Trump is repeating it, and it's a lie. It's, I don't care how many times they say it, it's a lie. And the years, as the years pass and nobody's come for their gun, but their bigotry and their hatred would not allow them to adjust. And it brings me back to the state of mind. It's called cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is mental conflict that occurs when beliefs or assumptions are contradicted by new information. Most people seek to preserve current understanding of the world by rejecting, explaining away, or avoiding new information or by convincing themselves that no conflict really exists. Cognitive discipline is nonetheless considered an explanation for attitude change. This is why people get upset when you challenge what they hold most closely. And what I, what I enjoy more than anything is presenting people from the other side facts. And instead of investigating, doing their own research, they simply challenge and dismiss your source because it's easier. So it's even easier not to even get into the back and forth with it because it'll do you no good. It'll do you absolutely no good. But I don't care if, you, if it's a millennial, a Generation X, a baby boomer, They will deny what you put forth. Respect the old people when you're young. Help the weak when you're strong. Confess your faults when you're wrong. Because one day in life, you will be old, weak, and wrong. And that's the bottom line. You cannot get around that. You cannot, I would call it, you cannot diminish it, minimalize it, because it's the truth. Somewhere in the Bible, and I don't know where, because it's not my book of choice. It says the truth is the truth whenever you accept it. Like I said, I've... um I've learned to I've figured out again how to upload clips. And I have a very a very nice clip about the origins of religion. All of them, all of the religions were stolen from the walls in the cradle of life in Africa. And that just that's just the truth about it. You can have your cognitive dissonance about it. That's the truth about it. The Ten Commandments? No, there were 42 commandments. The creating man off the potter's wheel, the Jewish um, interpretation, it's on the walls in Egypt. And I was unable to load that clip, but um, when I do, I'll make sure I pray it. for One of the things... Well, one of the things I did come across was this, This it's um, poetry. Poetry. And um, it was, it started out with being annoying to me. But I adjusted my, my ears adjusted to the young man's voice because he was Basically mimicking uh, a robot, and he basically brought it to a a brainwash complete. The name of the piece. I want to play it for you. It's a few couple of minutes, and uh, I want you to let's just listen to how the brother puts
4: you've been systematically programmed to hate islam hate islam hate islam you've been conditioned to blame religion through image cognition i can make you bark like pavlov's dog excuse me i can make you bow to man-made gods repeat what you see Era, era. repeat after me fear terror fear terror terror extreme fear, freedom 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 american dream woman in a scarf bomb man with a beard bomb jihad Islam, Islam, the war on terror, error, error, delete, brainwash, complete, you've been hypnotized, made to believe that Muslims are not civilized, you don't even realize it, but you have justified genocide, kill them all, kill them, kill them all, savage, savage, your entire country is collateral damage, the real problem is the national debt, error, error, Muslims are a Do me a favor and don't think for yourself. Just pay taxes if you really want to help. The people in power have this all under control. And you, 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 you should be worried about the Super Bowl. Did you hear that interception on your cell phone, Era? Did you see that interception in the end zone? Patriots win. Patriots, Patriots win. That's a subliminal message. Should I say it again? East versus West. And the media is worse than a cheating ref as more patriots touch down for a game of sudden death. But let's play with the lives of innocent people. Another epic battle of good against evil. The music is deadly and the media is lethal. Big Brother is watching, and believe me, he sees you. Program after program, we are being subconsciously programmed. Sitcom after sitcom, bombs drop as you sit calm. Let's go out to the theater for an incredible experiment, era, experience. Filling up the eyes with lies while taking the lives of humans to see how long you just sit there and let their lives be ruined. We've successfully desensitized an entire generation through movie and video game simulation and overstimulation is an open invitation to blow up entire nation's sex-driven society. Who cares about Gaza? It's almost time to prepare for the Oscars. Who's your nomination for movie of the year? You cry over fiction, but real life doesn't move you to tears. Your eyes have been blinded and your hearts are numb. Your ears cannot hear, you are deaf and dumb And it's just the beginning before you realize what we've done Most of your generation will be dead and gone And it'll be too late Once we wake from this sleep The damage has been done Brainwash complete
3: I found that to be The truth uh The poetry of our very existence. Many people haven't got the time. They're too caught up in the in the surf. They're wading neck high into water and the only thing they can do is survive and stay alive. We are where we are because we've accepted what they've done. We've literally accepted and we've fallen for not just the doke, but the entire package. Right now, it's acceptable. Any lawmaker, while making a six-figure salary, receiving Cadillac benefits, and becoming a millionaire from being in office, who tells the poor, the disabled, the disadvantaged, that they must make sacrifices, has no business as a legislator or being called a decent human being. And that's basically what it is a decent human being. And that's one of the biggest problems. There's no one out there who can call these people out. Donald Trump, that's a race that's the most racist statement, but I still support him. He's a racist, but um he's better than a liberal. And how did um I heard one comedian put it if I'm with you in a car and we pull into a gas station and I'm sitting in the car and you go inside that gas station and you rob it and you come out and jump out in your car, I'm getting some of that charge when it catches me. a complicit contributor. Whether I knew anything about it or not, why can't that same thing be said about Republicans who are backing a races. His entire campaign has been nothing more but Klan, white supremacy, skinheads, misogyny calling. Oh, and a lot of repetitious repeat of statements. And this is the best that they have. This is the best That they can do. This is what they've brought to the table to become the President of the United States. From the other side, 70% uh, unfavorable rating, whereas Hillary's got 55% unfavorable. But Donald Trump hasn't had, what, a couple of decades of Republican attacks. What we've come across this week, let's see. Of course, we have the shootings. Can somebody please, please stop putting a picture of that gorilla with the caption I know they done shot and killed that damn alligator by now. It grabbed the two year old. And why the hell are you in a beach in a front why are you in a at the water's edge? With this crocodiles and snakes. And oh parents of the black child with the gorilla, that combination, the parents of the little white, unfortunate little white boy who lost his life, they get praise and sympathy. I wonder what difference, what's the difference, that uh, clip, brainwashed complete, you can find on Facebook it's Truth Forge Network page. So I would say I'll give that reference. Pull it on up. When, when we get to that bottom line and I had conversations with... Um, People who are going to support Jill Stein. I got no problem with that. Jill Stein, she makes sense. She's got quite a few ideas that I agree with. Quite a few that I agree with. But does political reality set in? Can tell you again. I can't say it enough. I'll say it over and over and over and over. No. She is not the opportune candidate. Hillary Clinton is not the preferred choice. I'm a Bernie Sanders man. What Bernie got caught up in, inability to think on his feet. When Hillary Clinton asked him in a debate, how are you going to do that? When she called his ideas fairy tales that, could not, that just could not get accomplished, he should have said it can be accomplished and he should have gone down the list of corporate welfare that we give. He should have gone down the list of $8.5 trillion missing from the Pentagon. He should have said, of course we can afford it. If we can afford to lose billions in Iraq that were simply given to, unaccounted for, if the Pentagon cannot account for $8.5 trillion,
1: if we can give
3: money to all of the corporations, the bankers, I mean, the CEOs, the, the ag, he missed, he missed the rebuttal. He did not have the comeback. So then he was allowed to be painted as not ready for the job,
5: confused
3: wasn't bad enough they were talking about socialism
6: he didn't have
3: an answer for that he did not have a strong response that he should have had and could have had and they would have never brought it up again he could not explain himself the door was left wide open and good old Hillary and her machine walked right through it. She already had the uh, unwavering support of the majority of black folks, Latinos, and he simply made it easier for her. And made it easier for her as he possibly could. That, along with DNC with their thumbs on the scale for Hillary and the media ignoring him as some type of fringe socialist old man. I'll say it and I'll say it and I'll say it. Bernie Sanders simply did not do his homework, he simply did not have an answer for the obvious. And if he could not anticipate those challenges that they gave him to his run for president, how does that work? With all of the attention he got, with all of the people following him, his only recourse right now is to drag the Democratic Party to the left and become more progressive than ever. I would hope that he would do that. But then too, we was facing. He was simply going to fall in line. Yeah. He's gonna simply fall in line. And wait a wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I know it I know something I'd forgotten. Kind of segue from Bernie for a minute. To John McCain. (laughs) Barack Obama is directly responsible for the nightclub shooting. These people have no sense of honor. These people have no sense of honesty. There is no integrity. In these people John McCain came out And said Because he pulled the troops out of Iraq Like he did Well it's called SOFA Standard What is it called? Um SOFA Standard uh, operated, Operation Forces Agreement And We could not get that it would have left the troops under Iraqi law. Now think about it. So he pulled them out. One Democrat, you think that someone would give a response? No, they just allowed John McCain's lie to center. And then, of course, when he was pressed, John McCain says, uh, not directly, but he's already said it now. What's the difference between he and Donald Trump? So, he, if people put out a, um, they walked it back, and they walked it back to total silence because there was no pushback, and there never would have been any pushback. The media simply asked him to clarify, and one of the, one of the most honest
2: responses to what he said it would have been. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic
0: things I have ever heard.
2: At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything
0: that could be considered
2: a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points
3: Exactly. Idiotic response. And all of this low-hanging fruit, they just get away with. They can basically say what they want without fear of reprisal or any pushback whatsoever. They've painted this president as incompetent and They've dismissed the good things, and there's been quite a few good things, But because they didn't have to worry about any response, any pushback. And what you're about to see coming from the Clinton camp, they are like Republicans. They will not allow lies and criticism to go unaddressed. They will attack you. They do have surrogates, and you've seen them out there. You've seen them out there, and that is the difference. They will fight back. And you can you can have the the truthful opinion about Hillary. She's done quite a bit of damage, especially to the black community. So we are where we are. And we're going into, what well, we got, four and a half months before election day? You got a choice. And um, you'll have a choice. If you don't have a job and you're not rich, blame yourself. <laughs> uh, oh, Herman is back. Blame yourself. You got nowhere else to go. You blame yourself. Blame yourself. Uh oh, I think I'm I think I'm just rolled rolled by my brake. But uh, you know what? Like I always say, there's always time for a break. I'll just say we'll have uh, further discussions about the political environment, the political battlefield that we're fighting on. Because if you are a Republican and you are not disavowing of Donald Trump you're
6: just as guilty as he is. No matter what, know your values. No matter what, know you matter. The I Declare Show, home of Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I, I, I,
0: I, 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 I,
2: I Declare Show is where we deal with the difficult, real raw, right now.
6: The I Declare Show. Real raw right now. Talk media. I declare.
0: It. The I Declare show Tuesdays 9 p.m. I'm Janice
2: Graham, and I declare it. it's real, raw, and right now the I Declare show with India Declare. Truth Works Network. Truth works. TruthWorks Network Talk Radio. It's the Black Voice Collaborative.
6: Right here on Blog Talk Radio.
7: I'm Janet Graham. This is our phone. It would be my honor if you would join TruthWorks Network. I believe in truth.
0: With Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time.
2: Saturday, 10 p.m., join us live and live it on On our common common ground. ground. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Our common ground. Where friends come to meet comrades. I'm Janice Grant.
6: You're listening to The Alpha Show on TruthWorks Network. Now back to Alpha.
7: There needs to be a reckoning. There needs to be a wake-up moment when 20 toddlers, 5-year-olds to 10-year-olds, are shot dead. There seems to be a hesitation on acting on gun laws. Everyone pushes this Second Amendment right rather than pushing the right to breathe and the right not to fall victim to some psychotic, just damn
0: man from chicago who's got their numbers this is advanced urban political talk radio the alpha show at truthworks network when injustice becomes law resistance becomes duty now back to the man here's alpha
3: Welcome back. You know, this um, this uh, massacre, as they call it, the shooting, as they call it, and the shooter, the shooter's wife. I don't know about you, but I tell you what. Yeah, she should be indicted. She should be locked up. She should be locked up. The poor, the poor woman, let me put it like this. She picked him. She picked him. If he was beaten up the first one, he was beaten up too. That seems to be commonality with these types of people. And you can't say... Um women beaters seem to have this uh, this air of but if she drove him to that nightclub once or twice and, and I what he's trolling for men and he's trolling for women on the app of the nightclub. This is this is, this is so sick, this is so sad. Because you've got 49 people who have died, and you've got another 53 whose lives have been altered, all because of one person's hatred, his religious beliefs. And when we are celebrating, celebrate. We are observing the one-year anniversary to the Charleston murders by the sick individual. No, he's not a terrorist. He's not a homegrown terrorist. He's a Christian. He was radicalized right here on U.S. soil by the terror group Ku Klux so when you start how many Americans have been radicalized so if you're going to go watch the Moss you're going to start keeping video surveillance on the Mosses around this country you should be watching every single church Tell that to the people of Planned Parenthood. Tell that to the abortion clinics. 80% of the terrorist strikes in this country are done by white Christian males. The propaganda machine is in full force. Don't ignore it and don't allow someone to tell you different. There is no cognitive dissonance in that state. These are the facts. These are the facts, plain and simple. You cannot avoid the simple fact that When you have who, ignore reality. And for those people who are of that belief, just let me say this there's only one person you're guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with yourself. Don't live the rest of your life with an asshole. Period. And that's the truth. That's the truth. Don't live the rest of your life with an ass. Come to the realization that you cannot persuade those people who have been carefully taught to hate. Carefully taught as one of the biggest problems in this country. People who don't understand white inheritance, white privilege, and white supremacy. It's not that they don't understand it. It's because they suffer from cognitive dissonance. They don't want to understand. They are dismissive of truth and fact. When you hear somebody tell you, well, I didn't own any slaves. No, but you benefit. You benefit every day from your ancestors that did. And I spoke to you about a piece that I did upload. And it is kind of uh, it's a, a nice little piece, but uh, it is so, so truthful, so honest that I just couldn't, I couldn't bypass it. I couldn't allow it not to bring you a small, small but effective history lesson. I had to rename it Because I just learned how to put it in a special place that would allow me to upload it. It's called, um, I call it White Inheritance, White Privilege, and White Supremacy.
1: America, one of the wealthiest countries in the world. But the question is, how did it accumulate its wealth?
5: This is
0: a nation founded on genocide and built, built on the backs
3: of slaves. All right? Um, so, so we started with a racial problem. We, want, we tried to actually eliminate one entire race, and then we used another race to build this country, actually quite quickly as a new country, into a world power. This country never would have had the wealth that
2: it had had it not had slavery for a couple of hundred years.
7: But I say to white people, look, you didn't do it. They say, yeah, that's right. We, we didn't have nothing to do with slavery. Yeah, but because of slavery, when you immigrants came here, America was already built with the blood, the sweat of my ancestors. So you got what you got because your father's Gave us what they
1: gave us. One mistake that's often made is showing how the South, the Confederacy, acquired their wealth off of the back of our ancestors. And even then, it's reduced to just a few slave owners who saw a real benefit. No. Chattel slavery of blacks benefited the South, but just as much it benefited the North and all of America and its many European immigrants. America's economic structure was propelled by its dominant export sold throughout the world, cotton. This one crop provided over half of all U.S. export earnings. And by 1840, 60% of the world's cotton was grown, picked, and labored over for free by our ancestors. These plantation owners were raking in money, accumulating great wealth, and never having to pay one dime to their laborers. But the North, the North was just as involved. The North developed a variety of businesses that provided services to the slave South, like textile factories, insurance companies, shippers, and cotton brokers. But it doesn't stop at the slave owner or the businesses that provided the services to the slave system. Banks. Yes. Bankers on Wall Street made millions selling goods to the South, along with giving loans and creating banks to finance southern plantations. And much of the same wealth they still have today. Let me give you some examples. J.P. Morgan and Chase Bank admitted that between the years of 1831 to 1865, two of their predecessor banks, Citizens Bank and Canal Bank in Louisiana, accepted 13,000 slaves as collateral on loans that slave masters defaulted. One of the more successful banking families that built much of their wealth on the slave trade was the Brown family more commonly known as the Brown Brothers and Harriman Company, which is the oldest and largest private investment bank. The Brown Brothers owned hundreds of slaves. This family dominated the cotton industry. They made a huge fortune by lending millions to southern planters and cotton brokers. Another portion of their wealth came by renting and the sales of slave ships they sold to slave merchants. They served as one of the most important sources of capital in foreign exchange in the U.S. economy. Wachovia Bank, recently acquired by Wells Fargo, also profited heavily off of this cruel system. Mayor Rothschild, a German banker and the founder of the Rothschild banking dynasty, which is believed to have become the wealthiest family in human history, made enormous gains by using our ancestors as collateral. The insurance industry also saw great benefits from slavery. Companies like AIG, Aetna, New York Life were the forerunners in this industry. But see, it's also very important to note that these same plantation owners and business owners would donate large sums of this wealth in order to train their children and the next generation on containing the wealth. For example, Harvard, Harvard was built due to large amounts of money given by Isaac Royal, a plantation owner in the Caribbean islands of Antigua, who made a massive fortune off of his many sugar plantations. Yale, Yale was able to build its famous library and establish its prestigious scholarship program. Princeton, By the mid-1700s, many of its students were sons of plantation owners. Brown University, named after the famous slave owner banker, the Brown Brothers. A large portion of this campus was built with slave labor. And these are just a few of the many institutions that was built with slave money. See, these men, would be looked at as great businessmen, philanthropists. But in actuality, they were securing the wealth of their future by training and educating the next generation that would take over their plantations and their businesses and even become government officials responsible for creating laws, regulations, and policies that would keep blacks fighting for human rights and access to this stolen wealth for decades. For decades after slavery, blacks have fought against unequal education, which is a sure way of ensuring wealth disparities. We fought grandfather clauses to prevent us from affecting government in ways that could transfer wealth. Land grants, free land issued from the government that blacks were restricted from. The black codes, housing restrictions, redlining and FDA guarantee loans, predatory bank lending, convict leasing, which utilized black labor but does not transfer the wealth. I wish that I could say that this wealth disparity in America was isolated only in America, but it's not. All oh, the wealth that was generated that helped to make Britain great, so-called. The British Empire, all of this came from enslavement and colonialism and ill-gotten gains. And it links to this modern discussion around inequality and the huge gap between the nations, not only in terms of Britain and Europe, but also the rest of the world, and in particular, Africa and the Caribbean. The truth is, this is the same scenario across every colonized land. Today, as a people, we fight for the Confederate flags to come down. We even fight for people to stop using the word nip. Right. Or other forms of bigotry to not be used. But we've been duped into believing that it's absolutely foolish to continue to fight for reparations. Many of us don't recognize the direct ties between the past and the wealth that was carried into today. Our ancestors were forced to invest in this economy without ever receiving a return. Unlike Jews, reparations were never paid to slaves or their descendants to help balance out this unjustified wealth. But understand that the reason our ancestors were enslaved was not for the purpose of being able to call us a... Right. It was not even for the purpose of being able to raise a slave flag. No. All of the killing, the torturing, dehumanizing, inhumane treatment all boiled down to one reason. Wealth. It was all business. Understand that. I know that our brother Martin did I still have a dream. Not that one.
7: At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land... They built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that. Today, many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to fall, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. This is what we are faced with, and this is the reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check.
3: after that short history lesson, good luck because we are still waiting on that check. I find it not surprisingly that this is not the message that's being drummed into our youth, being drummed into our middle class, to our poor, this is the message that should have been introduced, because the only thing we are exposed to right now are reality shows, sporting events, a lot of music and self-deprivation. We're only being exposed or we're falling for the repetitious sales of gym shoes, sneakers, if you will. We have priorities so messed up that there is no way out because everybody is busy, because everybody's doing something else. Everybody has priorities in a different place. And that's what we are faced with. That's what we are doing when you start talking about a community. We have no community. We don't seem to have the ability to, to pay attention. We've put so much and invested so much time into being like them and being around them that equality has escaped us and will continue to escape us. The toe hole is deep. They are dug in and they will remain dug in the rest of my life. There are a few people who get it and fight back, but the masses, the majority of the people have been thoroughly brainwashed and propagandized to believing that somehow some way you've got the death, you've got the the best that they can offer you, and we wallow around in our own madness. First time you see mass shootings, one side says, "Oh, it's not about it's not about gun control. Well, what the hell is it about? You can't get on the plane because they think you're a terrorist, but you can still." Purchase weapons that belong on a battlefield only. If there is anything that should bring grind, be it a president who initiates it. See, because here in Illinois, we've got a governor, a Republican governor, but his powers are limited; he's got no he's got no power because both legislators legislative house bodies are fully democrat. so what does he do? He vetoes everything it's a scorch the earth policy. he's going to sign nothing unless he gets his way. It's not enough for him to Hold the entire state hostage. Here in Illinois, you can win the lottery. And they can't pay you because there is no budget. So if I were to win the over $300 million mega millions, I couldn't get paid because there's no budget here in Illinois. And he'll only sign a budget that has his business agenda in it. it. gives his business, if you want to implement your agenda, if you want your ideologies put into law, you have to win the seats. But Republicans are willing to drag the state down drag the country down. Tell me that they are two of the same. Tell me that one is not different from the other. We have a governor here who is so cratered. The financial system that helps the state colleges, the schools. these crippled the public schools. Because he can't get his way. If he wants his way, elect the people who are going to vote his way. But since he doesn't have it, let's just bring the the state government to a grind, to a grinding halt. Let's simply destroy the credit rating. The credit rating has cratered. It's fallen four or five times. We haven't had a budget in over a year. It's over a year overdue. And these are the results. They're closing. They're about to close the colleges. Because there's no budget. He will not sign a budget that doesn't include what he wants. Regardless of him having elected officials to pass what he wants. He's willing to burn the house down just like the Republicans have burned the house down in this country. They've grinded the Congress to a halt, to a stalemate. And then they're able to run to the microphones and to the TV cameras and say, both sides do it, it's both sides. And you got the corporate media saying, well, Obama's not reaching out to Republicans like he should be. The narrative itself is so sickening, especially the fact that it's all on paper. It's all written down. There is a paper trail. There is a history of what Republicans have blocked, what Republicans have filibustered. They fought all attempts to help the middle class, to help poor people, to help the veterans. They filibustered Veteran Jobs Bill, they filibustered Wall Street reform. They filibustered immigration reform. Political ad disclosure, they filibustered it twice. Small Business Jobs Act, they filibustered it twice. Unemployment Extension Bill, they blocked it. They filibustered they voted over 60 times now to take health care away from over 20 million people. No, it's not the best. Burn down the government and continue with the to frame the narrative that government doesn't work. Government is bad. Government hurts you. They filibustered health care for 9/11 responders. Benefits for homeless veterans, they filibuster. Anti-rape amendment, they filibuster. Fair pay act, they filibuster. Oil spill liability, they filibuster. Dream act, they filibuster. Jobs bills for infrastructure repair, they let the bridges fall and let people die. They filibuster. one attempt after another to improve country in the middle class. These filibuster. Tell me both sides of the same. Has this president met a certain standard To help his people. No. But. He sure had to fight tooth and nail for the little that he's gotten done. For what he has gotten done, he's had to bend over backwards. He's had to compromise and give them something. You notice one thing. They always get a little something. It's called chipping away. As long as they can chip away at what they have been the progress liberals have made. Former Republican Senator George Boynovich admits that in 2008, Republicans ordered to block everything President Obama want it, even if it helped the country that hell with the country. And you still have the people saying both sides do it. You still have the people saying that they're all alike. You still have people who are willing to accept that. When you hear people talk about liberals is still a bad word. Liberals. I'm a liberal, damn yeah, right. I'm a progressive liberal. We're not against the rich. We're against using wealth to gain an unfair advantage. We're not against corporations. We're against corporations governing us, not paying their fair share in tax. And watch the country as it collapses. Drowned in a bathtub We're not against capitalism We're against Corruption in crony Capitalism We're not against the banks We're against fraudulent Bank practices That almost destroyed The world economy The absence of Glass steel. The insidiousness of the Commodities Futures Modernization Act, Graham Leach Blyer. We're not against energy. We're against the pollution of land and air and water. As liberals, we're not against Wall Street. We're against legalized fraud in the market. We're not against democracy we against the sale of influence by our elected officials. You see, liberals have been demonized and vilified, and that's just a part of the charade that allows the both sides do it crowd to fester. That allows you to hear one side and watch the capitulation of the Democrats and the lack of message. That's why we are where we are, trying to push through a progressive agenda. Even when we get a new president, say it's Hillary, do you think for one minute that any Republican is going to go, it's going to be the same blockade? But one thing I can guarantee you, one thing I can guarantee, the Clinton machine will fight them back. They won't remain silent. They won't allow the narrative to be carried that it's all a bad administration. You notice how Obama has been labeled with a failed administration label. Oh, his foreign policy is a disaster. His domestic policy is a disaster. We've only had, what, 75 straight months of positive public job growth because they've killed. 75 months of private job growth. They've killed the public job growth, period. Period. Every president has enjoyed the addition of public and private job growth, not this president. And yet we have people who are brainwashed to somehow feel that this president's done nothing. Oh, I'll tell you what he hasn't done. He hasn't spoken up. Enough. He hasn't taken credit. Enough. He is not a fighter. He never has been a fighter. And that's basically the downfall.
1: You raise the
3: minimum wage, you will lose jobs. Bullshit. And now he's at the end of his road. He'll go go on to be a private citizen and they'll allow the legacy to continue, the lie to continue that he was the worst president in the world. But the worst president in our history is George W. Bush and the most corrupt has been Ronald Reagan, the Iran-Contra scandal, 14 convictions. Decisions being made by Nancy Reagan. Hood scandal. 16 convictions. $8 billion in taxpayer money lost.
1: SNL scandal.
3: Over $1 trillion in cost to the taxpayers. 32 convictions in his administration during his eight-year term. Record deficits. Supply side, voodoo economics. Billions wasted on the Star Wars spending escalation of arms rates, which delayed nuclear weapons reduction. LBO, $64 billion a year, destroyed many good businesses and companies. Destruction of labor movement. At least 130 separate investigations against the defense's the defense, the military, the industrial military complex the largest country. And it was always mourning in America. He shrunk the ownership of what used to be media. And what what was that phrase when he recorded about Social Security? If we pass this bill, You'll be able to tell your children, wake up one day and tell your children, I remember when men were free. The list goes on and on. The devastating effect of Ronald Reagan, that he had the Ralph Nader effect. Now, you know they stole it in Florida. But without Ralph Nader, it would have been too many votes for Gore attempt to steal over 100,000 or something theoretical and I love it I love to hear principled individuals who are absolutely right about their disgust their distrust of a Hillary Clinton you can only turn inward to a Donald Trump at this point you can only have the biggest Donald Trump at this point. That
1: those are your
3: choices, because guys, the Libertarian Johnson, Jill Stein, they ain't gonna make it. So, principal people will vote for them. Realistic people will vote Democratic. Are they? Hell no. Have they been all they could be for black people? No. Has Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton's policies been detrimental to black people? Damn right they have. Damn right they have. But when I ask you the question, and no one's been able to give me a good answer. When I, as it rings in everyone's ears, ringing is all it does. Where are you going? Where are you going? If and when Hillary Clinton becomes president the only recourse you have is to try to hold her feet to the fire. Like um, T- Tavis Smiley and Cornel West tried to do with uh, President Obama. And I'm going to tell you you will get the same response. you will get less response from the Clintons. But in case your principles
2: bring about a Donald Trump, who will survive? get to Donald Trump, I mean, comedians are probably waiting Trump to serve him Donald Trump is a racist. Yes. He's a racist. And anybody who, who, listen, Paul Ryan basically, that's textbook racism. So what Paul Ryan actually said is a racist is better than a liberal. And if you say that, it's because you're not affected by racism. Everything we are, the can have, we can obfuscate, we can do whatever. Liberals built this country. You are what you are because of liberals. And, you did, and I was on with Joe Scarborough, who, I, who I, do, I, I don't agree with everything he says, but he is proudly, he brags about this being the party of Lincoln. When you got to go keep referencing the dude on the penny, you better update your resume. Yeah. Stop it! The, everything you enjoy right now, you enjoy. Every everybody they like now, they hated before. They hated. Uh, they hated uh, uh, Martin Luther King. Now they pretend like they love. Him. They hated Muhammad Ali. They didn't start loving Muhammad Ali till he was shaking going up the stairs doing their living. and he was shaking so bad, like literally, I went home and blew my pilot light out. I was like, Whoo. but they didn't start loving him till he was no longer a threat. You don't get to be a little racist. You don't get to be a little pregnant. If I'm in a car, I commit a crime, the dude in the car with me pretends like he don't know, that ain't going to work. Yeah. You're a co spirit. And if you know that he's a racist, you're a co-racist. Simple as that.
6: And exit question on Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump is
2: in some ways a performer, of course. He was on reality television. Like a like a, like a, client, like a circus clown. Yeah. Like a, but if you could get into his head, why do you think he's doing this? Why do you think he's running for president? I he's, a lot of I think he's a vain, egotistical man. And I think, uh, to a certain degree, all of them have to have a level of hubris. All of them have to believe uh, that they are. I think that he knew he could. I think that whether people like Barack Obama, was a bullet in the head of white supremacy. I was reading an article by Norm Chomsky, and he talked about the first, the first time uneducated white men, they're mentality raised to die. And they want somebody to blame. We, In this country, we pay poor brown people to do our thinking, they are engineers, and we pay poor brown people to do our labor. If you are uh, an educated white guy, what do you fit? Somebody took it away from me. I'm angry. There
3: you go. Barack Obama was a bullet in the head of white supremacy. Period. And I gotta tell you. That's who we are and that's where we are. Program though. Tomorrow, our common ground with Miss Janice Graham. We'll feature Wilmington on fire, Christopher Everett. Do not miss Jan- Janice Graham and our common ground, 10 o'clock Eastern Common Ground here at Block Talk Radio. Continue as if nothing has changed, can basically be sleep with your eyes wide open to the politics of this nation, this nation traffics in deception, misdirection, fear, Country of Wrap yourself in the flag Hold up the Bible And lie Lie Admit nothing Deny everything And accuse everyone of what you are guilty of Tell the lie over and over, repeated it nausea. There's a certain level. There's a certain amount of people who will believe it. You can't deny it. You cannot get on the other side of it. That's who this country is. That's who this country, go down in history as being. not separate yourself from that. As I look at the board, nine two nine four seven seven two eight six seven if you want to get in, you got something to say. Maybe you want to just tell me about the cake you made. I haven't had anyone send me a cake in a while. Uh, where's my, where's my, where are my listeners' Maze, Where's Maze at? I haven't heard Maze from Maze in a while. Well, after a year, I would think that Mays would have lost my number. But, um... Somebody bake me a cake, not like I need it, but I'll let the half gallon of milk and the fork deal with that. I'll just be their willing participant. Tell me that we can't do better as a nation moving forward. We've tiptoed Through the last Eight years Bring me a fighter Bring me someone who's going to fight And what do What do people think About the VP pick From Clinton If it's Elizabeth You didn't realize that Vice presidents Succeeding A sitting president Will have the edge. You think that it would be too, too, too much of a feminine ticket to have to have Elizabeth Warren on the ticket with Hillary? I'm sure it would bring over a lot of progressives, and it may even signal a sign that. we can possibly keep her a little further to the left because she will be pivoting to get to the center as fast as she can. This would be a great time to just say to hell with Wall Street and the big donors if this time she looks unstoppable. With the Donald Trump on the other side? There's a boy has been shooting himself in the foot for the last month. When he first brought up banning Muslims, he tried to walk it back. It was just a suggestion. Now he's right back in that same spot. We got to keep an eye on him. We have to, we have to uh, watch the mosques. They're trying to watch the mosques as much as they possibly can. as long as they have the assault rifles available to any and everyone. You're gonna have this problem again. This is this is just something waiting to happen again. Stay away from big celebrations, terrorist attacks will only escalate. There was a a warning put up about carousels leaving Syria and leaving the battlefield to head it for Europe. So it's going to be one busy, I'm not a terrorist parade. And it should be. It should be. Watch your back, watch where you go. Because whether you believe it or not, they're winning. Because they have this country looking over their shoulders. And I saw one of the... It was Cornell West. He was talking to an Israeli... Um, an Israeli spokesman and Israeli... Um, government official and he basically reigned him a new one terror and the treatment of the Palestinian people very respectful it was a very respectful takedown of Israeli policy Israel is the only country that practices apartheid still 929-477-2867. Nine two nine four seven seven two eight six seven. I didn't stand to hear from somebody. Let me see who's on the line here. Eight three two Welcome to the Alpha show. Thank you for calling.
6: Good evening, Alpha. Thank you so much for your show. Um You know,
0: uh,
6: I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm listening to you, and you are so right. Um, They are winning, um, and things are very different. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you if you saw uh, CIA Director Brennan um, yesterday. Uh, He in very blunt, simple terminology, laid out the case that despite all of America's efforts and uh, resources, um, the efforts and resources of those that uh, our nation uh, has been trying to reduce and eliminate um, those uh Uh, their tactics and actions and efforts have increased. And um, Director Brennan uh, said uh, that the varying groups are, so he was speaking of ISIL, of course, but he was saying that the group is actually exploring a multitude of ways to infiltrate uh, operatives um into the West, and he actually mentioned the flow of refugees and legitimate methods of travel as well um, uh he actually you know bluntly referenced this and I uh the fact that as 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 you were stipulating you know watch where you go watch loud, uh a uh, large crowds which you know i've always done but uh uh the, you know i was talking to friends today and this is on the topic of you, you know uh of their um uh, of their conversation i think i think a lot of people are um you know, for those of us who cover this and research this, this is not necessarily new. Maybe even we thought this was coming. Uh, but for people who don't really follow a um, uh, uh, politics and process as much uh, as others, this is like, oh, wow, okay, you know, there there's something very stark and different about this latest uh, horrific um, uh, attack here in Orlando, the combination of the gun laws and the uh, terroristic inspiration and the, uh, the kind of the normalness uh, uh, exterior of, 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 uh, of the gunman, uh, things are different. And uh, Director Brennan, I posted it on my Facebook page, but Director – I just posted a, a little piece of what he had to say, but, but Director Brennan directly said that despite uh, all of our efforts, uh, our, uh, our efforts have not reduced the group's terrorism capacity and or global reach. Uh, and he definitely referenced the refugee – flows and the legitimate methodologies of travel. Uh so we are in a different day and this this is it, it appears I mean even the Senate is at least looking like they're taking this seriously uh and the House as well. Maybe there will be some movement uh on Monday but um uh uh, uh, this toothpaste is out of the tube, and I don't see this toothpaste going back in the tube. And I, I want to be optimistic, but it looks like this could get a lot worse before it gets better. Um, I read recently that there are 9 million uh, of the uh, type gun. Uh, that the killer used there in Orlando, there are 9 million of those in circulation. And in my opinion, that's just the ones that they know about. So, uh, uh, you know, where do we go from here? And uh, how do you see this, uh, you know, evolving uh, short-term and long-term? Because this looks really nasty. This is the president's, CIA director basically saying, you know, uh, uh, they tried everything they could, but now these cats don't even have to be on the ground there across the world wherever they may be in Yemen or Syria or Iraq or whatever. Between uh, social media capacity, capability, and reach and the just mere inspiration uh you know, here we are um, mixed with our insane gun laws. And we as a nation have, as I said on my show Tuesday, enabled, we enable this to happen. So, like, w- like what are your thoughts about this? And uh, how do you, you know, how do you see this playing out?
3: Well I see the the fact that they are sending more cells out to attack worldwide is a is basically an indication that they're being destroyed where they sit so right. they're moving they're moving into a new into a new tactic and that tactic is simply let's go out let's spread the terror let's sweep they They are basically on the run where they are where where their home base is, and since they're on the run where their home base is, we have to simply spread the terror and become more over the top and that's what you saw uh with this nightclub because what you have are when you got forty nine people dead and see. This was an easy dodge. And when I say easy dodge, it could have well been avoided but for the fact that the NRA has this death grip on the throats of the legislation. To stop this man from getting his hands on an AR-15, and like you said, there are so many of them in circulation, this is, this is going to be a heavy lift. But right now, the problem with ISIS is that they are losing. They are losing at, at their home base. They are losing where they have been constituted. So they have no other choice but to go out. They, they sent out a, um, a warning that uh, hundreds of groups are on their way into Europe. And as they mm-hmm. come in, they should be detained. They should be detained and thoroughly vetted. And all of those um, innocent, um, they have to keep up with them, just mm-hmm. like the ones that are here. This is not to say ban Muslims, because that mm-hmm. is a mistake. But what Donald Trump has brought, the damage that Donald Trump has done, he has created this this man, He's created this, this anti this Islamophobia. And it's, it's thoroughly taken hold. You've got you got people attacking Muslims who've got absolutely nothing to do with the radicals. And right. then you got radicals who are here. This guy was born here, right? And he he went to Saudi Arabia a couple of years, and and he came back right back. He didn't spend time a lot of time in Saudi Arabia. But just like the ridiculousness of a John McCain's, uh, it's Obama's fault. Orlando is all Obama's fault. He said, you know, when someone voted for this war and perpetrated the lie for this war, you should just shut the hell up because they have no standing, they have no credibility. Someone like John McCain has absolutely no honor. He may be a hero to a lot of people, but he's—he's he's basically his, his honor has created. His, right. His because I—I I,
6: yeah, I caught yeah I caught the senator's remarks as well, and uh, and, and 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 his critique has, uh, you know, always involved in the pulling out of troops in Iraq, but the going in in the first place uh uh was the birth of what we now know uh uh as 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 ISIL uh, and all of this. So he along with in his effort to condemn President Obama, uh he is in, if President Obama is to be condemned, he's he's in the barrel and was in the barrel before President Obama was himself. So like they're all tainted with the horror of what that Iraq invasion uh has given birth to, and Senator McCain cannot separate himself from that taint. He too has that on him. anybody that supported that, they wear the horror of that uh but 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 uh, um uh, and I'm in full agreement uh with your point. Did you hear about uh the Senate approval uh of the plan to to register women for the draft? uh that dropped uh, a couple days ago and it was on a crawl uh on the cable media because of course the wall-to-wall coverage of Orlando uh but uh in the in the most recent defense bill uh our United States Senate has approved the plan for women to register for the draft now i submit that that would not even you would not even have that legislation if a draft was not in some way in the in the foreseeable future and in the short term near term and because we have deployed our fellow men and women 15 and 16 times to these uh war areas and because we are now in this era of perpetual war i believe that whomever the next president is and of course they've already picked their horse Hillary Clinton so uh, uh, and she's a hawk uh uh, uh uh there's a group Republicans for hillary and she's you know getting all the you know getting a lot of the republican prominent uh you know support so she you know but uh but anyway uh, uh, uh the Senate has now approved a plan for women to register for the draft, and that it would not be on that serious a level. If there was no plan for the draft to be reenacted in the first place, and because we are now in a state of perpetual war um, and, and, and have literally just violated our nation's uh, military, I think this is something that Americans uh, need to look into, lean in, research. If you didn't see it, it dropped on the 15th uh, a few days ago. Uh, but all of this is connected, and um, as always, I thank you for connecting the dots uh And you know I'm one of those principled ones that you spoke of um and uh i i uh I don't know this just looks so stark and so dark uh long term that um it just looks like the America that you and I were born in into as as twisted as that America was, even that America is gone uh It looks like we're into something something else and I, I don't know what to call it, uh, but it looks like it's a lot more dangerous than even what you and I were were born into in in this country. Uh, but uh, I'll hang up and, and, and get your retort on the other side. But as always, thank you for being back on the air, and thank you to TruthWorks Network um, for allowing this platform. Thank you, Alpha.
3: Thank you, India. Thank you for your call, dear. Thank you. She's right. Absolutely right. India, the Claire of the I Declare show. Catch her on Tuesdays, nine o'clock Eastern Time, at I Declare, I Declare show, on Blog Talk Radio. But she's absolutely right. I don't think um, this will become. This bill will become law, to uh, institute. See, because. If you're going to put women up to draft, he may very well sign this bill. The president may very well sign this bill, but then you have to get a draft. And that's, that's the firewall. It always looks good to look like you're doing something. It always looks good to look like you're doing your job, look like you're doing something. But I don't think it will ever come to fruition because they know the american people will not stand back you got enough bodies coming back you got enough mangled people coming back from wars people who are ill not just the people who come back and cough the toll the, the the carnage of injured mentally physically are it's just skyrocketing. And at each and every turn, we have to understand that this is just one big clusterfuck. One big clusterfuck, special war that we've been into for the last I saw pie chart. And since World War, since the 1900s, there's only been a time of like 8% of the time that the United States has not been in war, at war, 8% of the time. And during Bill Clinton's era, that was one of the times. And during um, the Carter administration, that was one of the times. So we have a this, this circular firing squad, this war, this military-industrial complex that uh, Eisenhower warned us about when it's all taken hold. The, the the corporations have taken over, and unless the Democratic Party is pulled back to the left as much as we possibly can, the youth must do it. That this is what we are. This is what this is what's about to happen. So, I say be careful. Be careful of where you go because this will only get worse as they wade in the water of uncertainty with banning assault weapons and ban those assault weapons. They must ban those assault weapons. Bum your nose at the NRA and all those liars who say you're coming to, to take their gun. They're coming to take my gun away. They've been saying it since before Obama got in office, and he hasn't covered their gun yet. So when will the other side begin to fight back, push back? There's some truth. That's all we need is some truth. Allowing the, the media, stop allowing the media to dictate the narrative. Nobody's taken their gun, but they've been saying it for eight years. When can you see them as the liars that they are? When can you see them as the demagogue? When can you see the fear-mongering? When will the American people see the ride that they've been on has been one of the longest lies, one of the biggest lies? You can lie about it. you see it as many times as you want, but it doesn't pan out. The only thing it does is make you a laughing stock. <laughs> the laughing stock. That's the donkey laugh. I was um, fortunate enough to loathe that <laughs> that's the laugh I caught when, um, when the rooster beat the hell out of the little dog who was whooping at him, barking at him and uh, that was at the end of that particular video, but if you can go to YouTube and pull it up but um, in closing here, I think I've got about three I've got about four minutes left, a little under four minutes left, I'll say this visit Truth Works Network on Facebook. The page of Truth Works Network, and I'll have that post. And I'll be reposting some of the other things that um, some of the other things that uh, the history, the, the little history lesson. It was that clip was ten minutes long, and I, I don't normally play clips that long, but it makes so much sense. It made so much sense. But it's just, to me, it's just, it's it's a no-brainer. You cannot allow the same people to sell to you the same batch. That's like buying the same gym shoes over and over again. And what did Fidel Castro say? The U.S. will come to talk to us when they have a black president and when the world has a Latin American Pope. That's what Fidel Castro said in nineteen seventy-three. In nineteen seventy-three becomes law. Resistance becomes duty. Until next week, everyone. I want to thank India for her call. Don't miss. Our common ground tomorrow is Janice Graham
5: at Blog Talk Radio. Ratings are more important than the truth. Our government builds twice as many prisons and schools. It's easier to find a Big Mac than an apple. And when you find the apple, it's been genetically processed and modified. Presidents lie. Politicians trick us. Race is still an issue. So is religion. Your God doesn't exist. My God does. And he is all loving if you disagree with me, I'll kill you, or even worse, argue you to death. Ninety-two percent of songs on the radio are about sex. Kids don't play tag, they play twerk videos. The average person watches five hours of television a day, and it's more violence on the screen than ever before. Technology has given us everything we could ever want, and at the same time, stolen everything we really need pride is at an all-time high, humility an all-time low. Everybody knows everything. Everybody's going somewhere, ignoring someone, blaming somebody. Not many human beings left anymore. A lot of human doings, plenty of human lingerings in the past.
3: Until next week, people, I guess it will get a little more interesting.
5: The nation is in a
0: quandary. It's a miss. You've been listening to The Alpha Show.
2: Join us next Friday night,
6: 10 p.m. Alpha will lay it out. It's just damn politics. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, The Alpha Show. TruthWorks presents The Alpha Show.
0: Each Friday, 10 p.m., it's Fire in the Belly Friday at TruthWorks Network. Bring your own rocks. The best. A political
7: pushback. Just damn.
4: If you don't have a job
3: and you're not rich,
4: blame yourself. You are such a bag of butt crack.